Okay, ready, set, go. <laughs> are you going or am I? Oh my god, I'm going. You just I said thought you were going. Second episode. Are you ready to do this? Are you ready to get down to reality? Oh, I'm ready to do this. Let's get down to reality. <laughs> All right, it's fine. I'll keep that. Good. episode of down to reality we are your hosts my name is ro also known as reality ops what's going on everyone my name is M. you might know me as connection queen x and we are back for our second episode we were hoping to get at least five listens and honestly thought that that would be good so we are very grateful for all of you putting your faith in us to even just spend a few minutes to listen to us talk about reality television and our favorite show, which is Vanderpump Rules 1000%. And yes, I have to say thank you guys so, so much for first your time and also the feedback. And we are really excited to be doing this so much so that we are back for a second time around. So we have taken, um, we've done this about 375 times already. And this is 376. At this point, it is close again to the next episode. So we're going to just recap some of the like standout moments or thoughts that we had on episode, was it four? Episode four. Episode four of Vanderpump Rules. We're going to talk about things that stand out. We're going to talk about some news. Like for one, Sandoval, New York Times Magazine. (laughs) I just cannot. I cannot. I do have some information. Tea. On that and some other things also that we'll throw in here. We'll talk a little bit about Schwartz's article, which was actually, I think, flew under the radar just because of Sandoval's article. Otherwise, it would have been a bigger thing. But it was it was actually a really good and interesting one. And that was from Rolling Stone. I didn't even know about it until you brought that up when we talked about it. And I was like, wait, what? So it's crazy how some things really do fly under the radar. And Uh I can't wait to hear about it as we like talk about it later on. But yeah, I had no idea that that Schwartz even did an interview. It was good. It was good. We'll talk a little bit about his Watch What Happens Live. We're going to talk about Jackson, Brittany a little bit and some Vanderpump filming that's going on right now. So, ooh, okay, you can't see me, but right now my fingers, I'm doing like a little maniacal like, ooh, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so I, should we talk about the article first? Yep. Get that shit out of the way. Exactly. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, let me pull it up. So if you are not familiar, and it's funny because I almost want to say like, if you're living under a rock, but that's kind of funny because that's almost the way Sandoval was looking at it, it, which is making Vanderpump, right? It's making the show much bigger than it actually is. It's big to us because we love the show, but. As if we live under our own rock, we live under the Vanderpump Rules rock. (laughs) My parents don't know these things. I mean, they know this because this is what I do now on the side, but. When I asked them about the stuff going on, they're like, well, we don't know the story. We just know like little bits and pieces. And when my dad would be like, who's Tom Sandoval? You know, like it's not like they know this shit. And so that's just a perfect example. And my sisters don't know. I've been trying to convince my littlest sister to watch Vanderpump Rules forever. No, but it's so true. Like it's such, I feel like it is a niche. 
in a way. Like in the sense of like, okay, so your sister, the one that doesn't watch, I find that to be so funny because I just kind of assume everyone my age watches and then I talk to other people and I'm like, oh, you know nothing about this. I literally sound crazy. Yeah. And I always think people your age don't watch as much, but I guess they do. Only because when I was graduating, well, actually, yeah, when I was graduating high school, my first year of college, it came out. Oh, okay. So okay. That I was makes like, sense. oh, what's this? This is cool. Like, I'm going to be their age in a few years. Like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Not calling them role models in any capacity. I'm just saying. I was like, I wonder if where my life will be when I'm their age, you know? Yeah. We do make Vanderbilt bigger than it is, but Tom Sandoval takes it to a whole other level. So he has this quote, one of just one quote from a very, very long New York Times magazine article. So it says, I asked Sandoval why he thought the scandal got so big. And his response is, I'm not a pop culture historian, really, he said, but I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare this to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same? So then it's... I just... Okay. I'm rolling my eyes. I know you can't see me, but I'm, I'm just heavily... My eyes are rolled. It's the most ignorant statement. One of the most ignorant statements I've ever heard. I just feel like this is a testament of like he truly does not think before he speaks. Like if, if that could be anything, it's like highlighted here, you know? He does not think before he speaks at all. And so then the next paragraph, which is a paragraph that has not gotten read many places or had not gone viral along with the other paragraph, says, I looked over at Riley. And by the way, Riley is his crisis PR person who is 23 years old. And she, the author of this, she explains this in another part and says that she's 23 years old. I guess she's trying to explain to you. Why else would she tell you her age? Right. Like, again, nothing against anyone who is in their early 20s whatsoever it's right. just how much crisis has she actually even experienced you know let alone managed and also yeah. i'm curious sorry when i hear like you know she's young she's 23 like how did he find her how did she get hired that's that's something right. i think so you know th remember the way they hired in Schwartz and sandy's and in tom tom if they like yep. somebody they hired them that's probably what happened. That's the, vibe. <laughs> That's the vibe that it's giving off. Again, nothing against young, awesome 20-year-olds that are, you know, entering the field and all that. Amazing. But it's just like, this is Tom Sandoval. He needs yeah. a seasoned PR crisis manager, you know? He needs somebody who also can stand up to him. And I, I'm going to bet that he also chose somebody who did not stand up to him as much. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But I just think he probably thought or maybe thought, oh, she's younger. She's newer. I can have a little more control over things. Valid point because he's going to choose somebody that's not going to stand up to him because he wants it to go his way because he knows. Right. And we know nothing about Riley, but I just think no matter who he's with also, he's not going to listen to because he tends to think that he knows better. But the author of the article says, I looked over at Riley, who was typing furiously on her phone. I think I knew what he meant. He was trying to express the oddity of becoming the symbolic center of a nationwide discussion and a major news story. What he communicated instead was something more honest, which is just how much the experience had made him lose perspective. So the interesting thing here is she knows what he meant and I think this is what he's getting a lot of shit for it but he's not getting as much shit for it as he could I think one of the things is he's been on tv for so many years and on social media a lot and people do know 
that civil rights are an important issue to him. And he's spoke about this a lot and he's posted about this a lot. So he's lucky there, but. And he's I, also been consistent with it too. It's not like it's just randomly happened. Again, what he said is ludicrous, but he ludicrous. has. Been, he had, it is. It's so ludicrous. I love that word. It's such a good word. I love that word so much. Yeah, I like that word too. Luda. You like it because oh. of the rapper, right? Because <laughs> that's why I like it. Is that why you I like it? I literally just said Luda. Yes. Yeah. Can't say it without that. But, um, you know, I'm just like. Throughout the years of watching him, I absolutely believe that at least in that capacity, he has shown where his core values are aligned in that regard, you know? Yeah, that's his like only saving grace with us. Only, because yeah. Because it's just a stupid statement. But anyway, the interesting thing that I did find out is this took place, this article, this happened November 28th. So it was a three to four day interview process. And okay. this was day one. And... Right after he said it, allegedly, he had said, did that sound like, I don't think that sounds right. And she was like, no, I, I get what you meant. So they were surprised that it was in the article written in the way that it was presented. But Tom Sandoval should have thought and said, you know what? I don't care. I'm realizing this is not a good thing to say. Let me just use Bill Clinton or Tiger Woods. Like, let me use Bill Clinton or Tiger Woods in this situation. That would have made so much more sense. But he doesn't, like we say, Daniel Tiger, stop. What does it say? Stop. What's the thing? Stop and think about it. Is I know, that the but thing? This is a 42-year-old man. 41. <laughs> you get my point. I no, I know. To... I'm laughing about the 41 because that's like the argument about Tom Sandoval forever. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But like, come on. Like, are we going to have to do like a tea time with Daniel Tiger and Tom? We do. I think we, we should. <laughs> so I do. So I honestly don't think. I think he truly meant what he said. Oh, and then his apology, which I'll pull up his apology really quickly because we should talk about his apology. It was the least... Tom like apology and honestly I really feel like he was probably really upset over that one of the few things I think can make him really upset what like kicking himself kind of and I think his brain said you know we talk he has like certain key things in his mind that he always sticks to like Shawshank Redemption that he always brings up. Varsity that's blues. That's like, so funny too because even during all of like the scandal, he always would talk about like the batteries that he had to buy and like that was yes. like a running story. That is interesting. You're right. He kind of does stick to like one thing to kind of push. He he uses examples rather than explaining the examples. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very like blanketed statements. With the battery situation, from what we're hearing from him now on the after show, it sounds like he's thinking he's taking care of all the bills and he's thinking he buys all this shit, even though he's not and is buying it. But I think he's thinking it's his money and using it like that. But instead, he's saying the stupidest thing, the batteries, the toilet paper. Like it's difficult to yeah. understand him as a whole. All right. So his apology, like you said, was better than his apology to Ariana. But he said, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. I don't know if his PR person wrote it or if he wrote it. Either way, it was a better apology. It was much better than he usually does. And I'm happy to have him 
make it short and to the point because once he starts opening up his mouth, you never do you hear the geese outside? What are geese doing at 10 o'clock p.m.? No, I don't hear them, but that's so funny. I haven't heard of geese in so long since being on the West Coast. I kind of forgot that they existed. Oh, we have geese all the time, but I never hear them at night. It's 10 p.m. and they're just hanging out outside like they're having a party. I mean, I guess it's Is a Friday. It maybe. <laughs> and it's a Friday night. You're right. <laughs> How long are we recording our podcast? But I wanted to say, like, yes, you know, I felt like his apology. I'm also happy that. He put an apology statement out, and I agree. It was concise. It was to the point. When he talks more, it gets worse. So I was, yeah. you know, happy at least to see that he acknowledged what a mess up he made. Yeah. The name of it was, um, what was it again? You always remember the name. I always forget it. How Tom Sandoval became the most hated man in America. I do. You're How, right. Actually, the irony of that title, actually, with what we're talking about, is kind of funny. Yeah, right? It's almost tied in. It's almost poetic. Yeah. I have to say, because you did mention that it was where it happened in November, which was what, like a half a year later after Scandable, I did think that at that point, at least he would be more apologetic. And I just didn't, it, that it did not hit me. I finally read the whole article, by the way. I just feel like he wasn't as apologetic as I would have anticipated him to be. I just felt he was more explanatory than apologetic. He's not apologetic, actually. I think that what happened with him is he, with Ariana. What happened with him? Tell me, please. I think that he was unapologetic and then was apologetic for a little short period of time when he was like fully sober, his head was clear. He was back on track with like not just being a hot mess. And then he he was okay. And then once he started drinking again, or once he started like hanging again, it all kind of went off the deep end. And then he's blaming her hardcore again and just deflect, deflect, deflect. Like it, he like it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, I think he just doesn't really want to apologize. I think he truly thinks he's not to blame. And it's the weirdest thing. But maybe he's truly like rationalized it enough where, yeah, he yeah. does not feel apologetic. OK, really quickly, Schwartz's article. Did you read Schwartz's or no? I can't remember. No, you have to give me at least another day to read Schwartz's. I finally got through Tom's. Yeah, that was long. So Schwartz's article, I'm not going to read through it. I'm just going to say some points. Like one of the things he was saying is that I am Tom. I am not Tom Sandoval's sidekick. I am not Katie Maloney's ex-husband. I'm just Tom. I literally was just about to be like the way you said i'm just tom was in the same sing song rhythm it just makes me it just when he was said it i was like i'm just i could just picture him like singing it i just want it to happen i just want to see somebody make a spoof of this but i don't know how that's gonna happen i just want it so bad but and then he was talking about his family issues and how difficult those were and it was super sad like to hear about his brother and eating the new liver and hearing about his other brother who was sick his dad who was sick and being getting divorced and all of that shit, you know, I feel so much for him. And we'll talk about this more when we go through the episode. But he also made a lot of mistakes along the way. But the article you could see, you could hear, he explained that he's in so much of a better place now and he's like happy on life. And he said something about because the people he loves like are okay, he's able to look at everything better. And like I really relate to that and feel that. Like I can't be happy 
unfortunately at all. <laughs> like I have a really hard time with this. If anyone I love is in any sort of pain, it like it just makes me not able to give a lot of yeah i mean i feel like your equilibrium is kind of thrown off when you care in a in in a way like in a certain way i feel like others issues heavinesses it's kind of hard for it to not kind of funnel in you know yeah Mm -hmm. i think so and so yeah schwartz's article was good go look at that that was by rolling stone magazine it was interesting so watch what happens live. There was Jenna Dewan and Tom Schwartz. And I just need to say Jenna looked phenomenal. And I didn't know she was pregnant until Andy mentioned it. Okay. I was yeah. like, he looks great. She looks phenomenal. And then he said that. And I was like, wait, what? And I looked and I was like, oh my God, I didn't even notice. She was glowing. I just have to say that. She was so beautiful. I kept thinking that Schwartz is probably going to be like having such baby fever after seeing her because she looks so pretty. And he like glowing. You know, literally an understatement also he he looked really good too he was glowing himself he did look really good okay so here's the little snippet of what he said on watch happens live uh, would you forgive your bff yes. for kissing your ex and keeping it a secret no i can and i do okay thank you very much okay so he says i can and i do so i feel like i can share this now Here's a spoiler alert. If you don't want to know anything about the season, don't listen to this if you did not figure this out from watching Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live. Um, okay, so some tea I had found out a while back, and he just said this on the show, is that Katie and Max had hooked up. So I think I think it was Kiss, but Max is Schwartz's best friend. This is weird to me. And, you know, Max... I think that might have been his, like, way to wiggle back on the show a little bit because Schwartz says we're going to see it. But also, um, I clearly am Patrick Starr. I didn't realize that him and Schwartz were that good of friends. I, like, never see them together. I didn't know this. Yeah, no, they are. Um, Um, I think Max is a controversial figure in general. Who is Max? Like, I'm being so serious right now. Oh, Max from season eight. Oh, that bartender guy? Max Boyens. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's cute. Obviously, he was with Dana, and Dana's oh, good that friends is with so Not my type at all. But okay, but wait, I okay. Him and Schwartz are friends. Yes. Oh, did you think I meant Max Lisa's yes. son? <laughs> no. That's when I was like, what? <laughs> no, also, I don't. I've never. I feel like I never have seen him out before. So I'm like, wait, what? But okay, I did think you were talking about Lisa's son for like a very quick second. Yeah, no, Max is with them a lot, I think. I feel like it's pretty fucked up that Max hooked up with Katie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fucked up to Schwartz. Unless, did he, like, did they talk about it? Was it just for the show? Or no, we feel like Schwartz was really upset. I think it actually happened. But my thought process is it probably happened so Max could pull his way onto the show again because it was during filming. And it's going to be based off of what he said on the show. And I actually think Andy asked him the question on the show yesterday because he wanted to, like, spark some interest in something else that was coming up. Because people keep saying how heavy everything is, What like we were talking about before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one word. Yeah. So maybe it will lighten up a little bit. I mean, if we're having hookups between, you know, Tori Keith, Max Boyens, I don't, I don't know if that's how you say his name, but it should be interesting then when we get to that. Every time I hear his oh. last name, I think of Chef Boyardee. 
Chef Gordy. So I can confirm that I had a source who I consider to be a good source. Tell me that information. I feel like I'm sharing a lot of little bits, which is Yeah, you were like, yeah, I'm going to share some tea. You like spilled a whole tea kettle on me. (laughs) Well, he said it on Watch What Happens Live. Maybe I should give a spoiler. You know, I'm going to add this. I'll move that to the beginning. Okay. Okay. So let's get into it. Episode four. And quickly, we want to give a trigger warning for S or SI. We're going to be talking about things related to those topics. So if you have a difficult time with that, you might want to skip ahead certain sections, including this one. So the first thing we see is Lisa talking again to Sheena and Lala. And I say again because we already got the preview of this episode and we had seen that. But we get a lot more of it. And it was much more, I guess difficult and heavy than I even expected it going. Would you say you feel the same? Yeah, no. And I mean, like you said, the season, the word is like heavy, heaviness. I'm like, it's emotional too. I am so emo watching this season. So I want to say in my Insta stories, I asked the question, I said, what do you think of Lisa's conversation with Lala and Sheena? And I got a lot of responses right away, which thank you guys. I love when they do that. It's like the best. But I was so interested to see how many different responses I got to that. It was so mixed. A lot of people were saying manipulative. People were saying that they really were sympathetic towards Lisa and understood Lisa. They were saying that they felt like it was just set up for the show. Just a couple people said that. They were saying that they see right through the BS. They were saying that Lisa just wants to help and that's really her intention is just to help and she feels for him because of her brother. But a lot of people also thought that Sandoval was the one who manipulated Lisa, which is what we talked about on the last podcast, how people were feeling that way. Yeah, no, I was shocked because people in the comments, it was very polarizing, I would say. And I think the last thing you had asked me was like, how did you feel about that? And I just kind of said like, you know, I don't feel like it's fair for Lisa to put it on them in that way i was really surprised at the emotion between lala and china and how if you look at the audience or if you look at the comments even the dms the poll question people didn't really feel that but when i'm looking at china i'm feeling so much of what i think she's feeling and experiencing like I'm taking in so much and I see such a difference in China but people aren't feeling that like I find it so interesting that other people aren't feeling the same thing I am when I watch her I just see a completely different demeanor about her and her energy is so different and then I thought it was so cute the way the two of them were like holding each other's leg or hand when one of them was upset like taking turns of being upset basically I just I really like the dynamic between Lala and Sheena And I think Sheena has always struggled to find somebody who's like her real best friend or that she feels is her best friend. And I thought it was nice like to have the two of them. I feel like they really have each other. Yeah. And I feel like we've seen such a difference in their friendship, like a growth in their friendship, a thousand percent. And I mean, I agree with you. Again, though, we've discussed we are both hypersensitive, maybe. So You know, I did have a live last night and a lot of people were just saying like, oh, of course, she has to make it about herself and things like that when Sheena was crying. But I was tearing up because if you care in a certain way, like or deeply enough, it really is difficult. When Lisa posed the question to Sheena and said, you know, you've known him for this amount of time and you guys had a real friendship. Yes. Like 
doesn't that make it a little easier then to forgive? I do mm-hmm. kind of understand that. I do. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised by their response to it. I don't know where there's such a um, perception of Lisa. I, I agree. I think Lisa will do like a lot for the show. I shouldn't say anything, but a lot for the show and to make the show better and all of that. But I, I think Lisa has good intentions in her heart for her. I'm going to call them kids because in a way they're like kids to her. But I really do. And when she says to be there for Sandoval, I don't think it's just to have Sandoval on the show. I know people think that like the network is trying to make Sandoval look a certain way. I think that's just what happened. That No, not I think. That is just what happened. I keep seeing people say they're editing it to make you feel bad for him. But here's the truth. I was watching all those freaking Amazon lives all summer, all year, the whole time they were filming. Okay, listening to the podcast, watching all of those lives. They kept saying how weird it was, how heavy it was. It's dark. It's this, whatever. And over and over and over again, I don't think they're making it look a certain way. I think it's just the way it is. And as somebody who, you know, I mean, I don't have experience in podcast editing right now, but I do have some experience in editing. You absolutely can change the perception of everything. It can make a huge difference. But this footage is real footage. Like, this is what happened. 1,000. I don't know why people aren't believing that. I don't know why they're not. But, like, I keep trying to think, what what's making them not want to believe that? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that there's some people that really, truly have a deep hate towards him because of their own personal experiences, maybe with getting cheated on. So I feel like for that reason, that's why. So many people are like, they're editing it to make it look like a certain way. But like, I agree with you the whole time. They did tell us it's not anything like you've ever seen before. And Mm -hmm. they I feel like they alluded to the fact that it was going to be emotional. And I also think that's why, you know, when that article came out about fans are going to maybe change their views of Ariana, like maybe this is why people thought that. But I mean, Mm -hmm. personally, for me, this, you know, all of what we've found out so far is definitely not changing my view towards Ariana just because he's going through that. You know, that did not change my views towards Ariana at all. It did not change my views either. And it's like, I think it was posed in the episode or was it an after show where the watch happens? I don't remember when it was, but it was like, can you be, well, I guess Sheena kind of said it too, right? Can you be team Ariana? And root the most for Ariana while still having empathy for Tom Sandoval. And to me, the answer is, of course. Yes. Of course she can. But that's what I was saying before, being able to compartmentalize. If you're able to compartmentalize him as a person, you're able to say, okay, what you did was horrendous. I still feel for you in the sense of I don't want you to do something you may regret. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, Ariana's best friends in real life. Okay. Those people 100% should be completely – the way I am is I would be completely loyal to my true best friend and I'd be like, F you to the guy that did it to her, right? And so that's how I see her her closest friend being and, you know, her friend Brad, definitely. Yes. Her friend Meredith, absolutely. That's her friend from home. You know, Logan. But although Logan also works at TomTom, so it's a little different. I'm sure it's actually really hard for Logan when you think about it. Working at TomTom. That must be difficult. Yes. That must be really strange. Um, But, you know, they're 100%. But then you have somebody like Sheena. 
And Sheena was freaking friends with him first. And honestly, I'm getting the impression, I'm getting the impression that she was almost saying on the after show, like she's been closer to Sandoval than Ariana. That and same here. Yes. That's what you're getting to? That's the impression that I was left with as well when she is talking about her and Sandoval's friendship. Yeah. But she's so afraid to say it because she knows what the public does with that, right? And also, I feel like, you know, op- the, I can't even believe I'm about to use this word, the optics right. of it. Because I feel like that's what Schwartz always says. Well, the optics, the optics. But I feel like the optics of that, she knows people will not have anything nice to say. Towards her, how could you do that? That's your best friend. But in the same breath, they were also friends too. Yeah. She's It's a sticky situation. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I would not want to be her, if that makes sense. I would not want to be her involved with Scandal because I don't know how I would go about it. I really don't. I would not want to be her either. And Lala's in a different position because Lala wasn't as close with Ariana And I don't know, I just felt, and even that pool float scene, people were not feeling Sheena. And I'm just like seeing her behind her glasses, which by the way, when I- Wait, what do you mean? I'm confused. In the pool? What In the pool. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. In the pool. You said that they didn't like something that Sheena did? Well, people weren't feeling, a few people were feeling more for Sheena. So I asked that question in my stories. Also, have your feelings towards Sheena changed after viewing that? And some people were saying, yes, it has to be so hard for Sheena. I have to have empathy. Some people, a few people were saying that they did change their feelings, but the majority of people were like, no, definitely not. Manipulation. I do agree with Ariana that Sandoval is not the same as Lisa's brother and Sandoval feels differently and Sandoval thinks about himself and Sandoval wasn't there for Sheena with a TRO. I do. I get all that. But that doesn't mean that Sheena is still not going to have feelings and feel bad. Because even though Sanibel can act like an ass, Sheena might not. Yeah. And I was just about to say, it's like, you know, when somebody says, just because you did me wrong doesn't mean I'm going to do you wrong. And I just feel like that's Sheena in a way, you know? You're not going to take me out of my character. And I don't know. I mean, I definitely do, obviously, I have empathy towards Sheena in the same way that And now I'm forgetting who said it in regards to like, you know, can you still be team Ariana but have empathy for Tom? Mm -hmm. I do feel the same way in regards to Sheena. Like, can we totally understand that Sheena's involvement with Scandal could be seen in one way as like, it's not about you, Sheena? Sure, right? But in the same breath, I'm compartmentalizing and I'm looking at her like, you are a person who had a friendship with somebody. And I do think that she, and I don't know this to be true or not, but I feel she's hypersensitive. So I totally could relate to her struggling through this. She probably feels very deeply for her friends. You know what I mean? And I think that that's been shown. Clearly, she really cares about her friends. I don't know. I just, I really, I do see, I see all angles. I do. I see all angles. Why are people saying it's not about Sheena? It's just because of her past shit? Because trust me, I get it. In the past, it's very much been about Sheena in many situations. Well, I also think people are really frustrated with Sheena for how she treated Katie last season. And maybe they're using, or I don't want to say using, but maybe they're carrying that energy with them through to this season. And they're like, okay, Okay. now you're going to bring yourself into Scandal. Like, it's not about you. You did dirty work last season. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so that's a great point because when I look at this season, I was actually thinking about that just last night, that when I look at this season, I do – I always look at everything as like a a fresh, open mind, but I carry stuff in the past. Like, you know when you're in grade school, like you're going to middle school and you're like, this is a new year. It's September. I'm starting new again. I'm going to be cool. Like, this is me this year. I'm having all my cool clothes from Limited 2, right? Like, you're starting fresh. (laughs) You have the cool backpack. And my earrings, yes. And like, especially if you go to brand new school, nobody knows you, you know, if you're like changing to the middle school, it was just like a fresh start and like a new you and exciting. And I look at each season as that like kind of, I'm like, okay, this is like a new star. I'm going to take what they did in the past, but I'm going to look at them new because it's a new year and it's like a literally new year. So I do look at it that way. And I did not like Sheena at all last season. I I couldn't stand Sheena last season. It's probably the only season I couldn't stand Sheena. Every other season I appreciated her. And last season I was so annoyed at her for Katie. Oh, same. I agree. Like even, you know, her season with like Rob and everything, I still was like, I don't know. I totally get it. I feel like, you know, she loves really hard. She can hate really hard. I just, I feel like I could understand that about her. But like last season, I was actually really frustrated with her because I couldn't understand why she was doing what she was doing. I always feel like I've been able to understand her. Last season, though, I really couldn't make sense of her. I didn't get it. Yeah. Sheena with Rob, I'm sorry, was the funniest, most annoying thing I've ever seen. Like, it was prime TV. It is so fucking funny. She builds things up a lot. She builds things up a lot. I could see that, though. I do try to watch each season, though, as best I can with, like, a fresh look on everything. So I mm-hmm. haven't really been like holding on to that myself, but I don't know. When I read the comments, I do see people are still talking about that. Look what she did to Katie last year. They're still holding on to it. So if they're carrying that energy in this season, then yeah, she's bound to get, I feel like a lot of hate. Um, now, speaking of Ariana in the pool, like I completely understand Ariana's perspective. And we said this a little bit before, but Man, the people who are coming at Ariana, it's people coming at Sheena and then some people coming at Ariana. Most of it's, I'm lucky. I don't, and I think you're lucky in the same way. My page is people who are really team Ariana and love her. So it's very positive towards her. But when I look at other pages and a few of my comments, like on my story about it, people are starting to go against her because they think she's being too mean, that she's not being fair, but it's like, we can separate it. Let her feel like she wants to feel. We would be talking about this lesson. We would be feeling the same way. It just happened. I'm sorry, but three months is a blink. That's a nap. That just happened. It just happened. And just give her grace. so appropriate. And they don't give, like, give Ariana grace and give Sheena grace. I, honestly, and I want grace for, like, all. Is that my problem? Because I'm like, and give Lala grace. But, you know, no, all sports grace. And give Sandoval. Like- I don't know if I want to give Sandoval grace. I just I don't even want to say I would give Sandoval grace. I'm just more like, no, I want to give Sandoval an interview. That's what I want to give Sandoval. <laughs> I don't know about grace right now, but I absolutely agree with you. And I feel like you and I are similar in that. If we could be Oprah and be like, you get grace, you get grace, you. That's fair to say. All right, want to go to a funner topic? Please, please, please. please Nobody's yes. going to think this is a more fun topic, by the way. Nobody. <laughs> um, Billy Lee watching Sandoval in the ice bath. <laughs> Did I send you that meme? Did I send you the meme? Which one? It's of her look here. Okay. I'm going to send it to you again because okay. you will laugh. And it's just, it's a great, it's 
relatable at least or it was the impression i had when i was watching the scene between okay. billy and oh, yeah. <laughs> you did said it it's billy lee <laughs> billy lee watching and it says my kid is showing me his new bath tricks and her mouth is open and she's just like oh, oh my, my god Listen, so overly fucking dramatic. I watched him on, and you did too, on Special Forces, right? Yes. And oh my goodness, yes. We were laughing at him there because he's so dramatic. But we were, I was like, you know, I feel for him right now. I know <laughs> everyone hates him. And I'm like, let, let me try to be like open-minded. But it like literally would laugh aloud every episode because he's so fucking dramatic. That bath was so dramatic. I'm so annoyed because I thought in the trailer that when they showed this clip of him like putting his hair up with the water, that it meant like he was going to go through some kind of like crazy meditative type experience where he was going to get like baptized or something. I'm like, what is he Me doing? What is this dramatic? And then it's Billy Lee watching him in an ice bath. In an ice bath. Okay. And also like, remember, she was like, what level are you at? Like if you could like number it. Yeah. What level? And he says a nine. Like, my guy, you did special force. That to me is a Listen, nine. If I can give birth and tell the nurse that I'm at a six, you have no right to say nine. I was at a six and the nurse was like, oh, honey, you're more than a six. And I was like, I feel like it's a six. He says nine. Have you ever done an ice bath? I've never done one, but I've stuck my, my head in ice. Have you ever done an ice bath? No, I did the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. That was a good one. But no, I've never done an ice bath. I have heard, though, that ice baths are, like, awesome for, like, homeostasis and just, like, mind-body-soul type of thing. They show them on the show a lot. Like, Brock has gone in them. James, Schwartz. They show them on the challenge. Never in my life have I seen somebody react to an ice bath the way Tom Sandoval reacted to that ice bath. 1,000%. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sorry. That was performative. It was so and dramatic. Then, okay. And Billy Lee, I have to say, you know, I I appreciate that she is a friend to him. And I do think that she is a really good friend to him, I think. And I think they have a nice relationship. I know he had posted for her birthday too. And he put like a bunch of pics up and stuff like that. And I think that he is lucky to have her as a friend, even though I don't like a lot of things that she's done. I don't like what she has said about like with Ariana in the house and then doing her own ads in their freaking house. But Ariana's not allowed to do ads in their house and it's not Billy Lee's house. But um, I think, I think she looks uh, in love with him. Yeah. She looks, I would absolutely, that would be one of the adjectives, I guess. She looks like so enchanted by him. Enchanted. She does. She looks at him like with enchantment, I feel like. Kind of like yeah. a high school crush kind of. Ah, yes. 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 I'm just thinking about my high school crush, and I definitely looked at him with those same eyes. That's why I'm like, I was enchanted. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, that scene had to be spoken about because it was put in there for a reason, and it was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of dramatic, though, I mean, I don't know if you just want to flip-flop, but, like, the way that Joe picked up Schwartz off the ground was also dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. I've never seen that, or I haven't seen that, or I didn't know I was about to see that. 
Yeah. I think Joe was super nervous. I feel for Joe. Her posts are so I know people, what do they call her? Do I they call her like Crazy Joe? I know they call her Crazy Joe and that I think Is it that's Crazy so Joe funny. or is it something else? No, like Crazy Eyes Joe, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, but and we well, we talked this last night. Like I always looked at Joe as like Miss Nanny. Like I don't know why I could not see her face forever. Every time she was behind the scenes or in any pictures, like it's like where's her face? Where's her face? It was like Miss Nanny from the Muppet Babies. I could not. I did not know if she even had a face. And then when they finally, you know, when I finally saw her face actually on her Instagram stories, I think it was last year. I was like, oh gosh, she's so pretty. She's actually a very pretty girl. But I'm like, who is this? girl like the way they had described her in the past i mean i don't know but she's just so interesting what did you say about her with schwartz i mean okay also i i agree i think she's so beautiful and i also just think she's so quirky and i think that her and schwartz are so quirky together (laughs) they're like a little quirk pod yeah they're like the same person pretty much right yeah yeah i i feel like it's like guy and girl version of schwartz (laughs) Yeah, very similar, very similar energy. And I don't know why I feel like her voice sounds so much like Lala when she was talking. Like, why do I hear Lala? It was like, I hear Lala, but I see like Schwartz's actions. But I feel like she was so nervous to do that scene, like the way she was asking questions and stuff. Because you were like, why? What did you say? Why did she ask that question? What was the question? I don't remember. I was just like, okay. also, you know, I don't really know much about Joe other than what I had seen online. So I was just like, okay. it was interesting how she was like participating in the conversation. Like me personally speaking, I would have been like, this is an A.B. I'm going to see my way out. But you could tell she was nervous. And they had said something about like Lala. It was because Schwartz and Lala had that conversation at James's pool party. And she was like, oh, finally, good. And I was just like, wait, how do you know? How are you able to say finally? Like, not in a mean way, but who are you to say finally? You know what I mean? Like, I want to understand like, the nature of your relationship with like the women on the show, you know? Yeah, I don't think she has really. I think she, whatever she's getting is from Tom and Tom. Right. So that's why I was like, can we really say finally? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was just interjecting. Who knows? Maybe production said to her, hey, if you can talk a little bit while they're talking, you know what I mean? Like join the conversation. Right. She was there to film. So she she knew she needed to say something. Exactly. So if you heard the last podcast, my favorite person on Vanderpump Rules, even though Ariana is right there at the top of Katie, I don't know. I just I love Katie. Um, And I know people always call Katie a mean girl. I don't think she's a mean girl. But I will say I don't like the whole crazy Joe or whatever it is that Kristen put out there. And I know Katie was calling her, which I don't blame Katie, though, maybe, I guess, because it's her ex that was with her for a bit. But I feel like when you label someone with a name like that, And then everybody just jumps on that bandwagon and holds her to that name without even getting to know her. Like nobody even knows her. And she's already established as Crazy Joe. It's not Crazy Joe. Let me look it up. I don't think it's Crazy Joe. You think it is? I thought it had crazy in there. But the point you're making, I agree with that. Did you say Crazy Eye Joe for the Cotton Eye Joe? No, I just thought that there was a picture circulating where she looked like she had crazy eyes or so. I don't know. Cotton Eye Joe. 
<laughs> I just said crazy eyes Joe and I got cotton eye Joe. <laughs> Wait, is cotton eye Joe Irish? I'm hearing no. with the power of AI. That's a weird version. No, crazy eye Joe, I can't find crazy Joe. Crazy Joe Vanderpump. Yeah, Crazy Joe. You see it? Is her last name Winberg? Yeah. Yeah. Create it in quotes crazy. Hold on, I'll send this to you. Oh yeah, here it is, Crazy Joe. (laughs) So mean. It's mean. And also, like that word is not cool to be labeled with without even giving her a chance you know i like, agree. let us decide if she's crazy i agree katie could be my favorite and i could still say i just don't like calling her crazy joe i could never do it i just couldn't do it um oh look a new article just popped up as i'm doing this tom sandoval ariana owes me ninety thousand cash wants cash before sale of house Told you. Oh I told you. So- Literally, I swear to God, I had no insight tea on that before coming on here. Literally, I had Tom learned that a long time ago. Wow. According to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, Tom alleges he loaned Ariana $90,000 that she hasn't paid him back. Um, more importantly, Tom wants Ariana to forego over the dough before a judge potentially orders them to sell the house and split the proceeds. I mean, that makes sense, but I thought she did pay him back. I heard, by the way, I heard she did pay him back or she was working on paying him back. Oh, that's what it was. She's paid him back, I think, six months worth. So maybe she owes him nine months now. So what's nine plus six? It's 15, but that's two years. Yep. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, but that's two years worth. No, but that's crazy, though. And that's also probably why she also has been working so much, too. Because she probably wants to pay him the fuck back so she can just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I just want to take a quick break to give a shout out to the person who made our beautiful artwork for the podcast. Her name is Draw Me Bitch. You can find her on Instagram and TikTok. She also has her website, drawmebitch.com, where she sells amazing, amazing artwork. If you are a Bravo lover, especially... She has scannable coloring books. She has housewives coloring books. She has magnets, stickers. Go check her out. She's an incredible artist and an incredible person. And we're so thankful for her. We love you, Drummy Bitch. Thank you for doing this podcast art for us. You are the best. Now back to the podcast. Okay, so we're back from the break. And we were talking about Joe before and got distracted with the article. But you wanted to say something about Schwartz. Like, Joe's quirky, but Schwartz is also so quirky too. And like even at James's pool party between Schwartz and Lala, I felt like he was so nervous at the beginning of that. And then he kind of eased into the conversation and it ended up being such a beautiful, I felt it was like such a beautiful conversation between the both of them. What yeah. did you think? It was a really good conversation. I think it was very open and honest and Lala's in a very different spot. Like I know Schwartz kept saying softer and all that and it was an interesting, unexpected conversation, 
I felt. There's just been so much growth, I feel like, for both of them individually that they were able to have that conversation. Yeah. I'm not feeling so good, though, about... So I love the way Lala is being more open to understanding, like, the mental health situation with Schwartz and the mental health situation with Sandoval. But I just don't know if she's giving as much to Ariana now. Do you feel like... This is so not what we were just talking about. This is just my brain. Do do you feel like Ariana, they're not showing enough of Ariana's sadness and vulnerability and they're only showing Ariana's anger? Responses to things and maybe that's why people were saying like we're going to see her differently. I don't know. Because they are showing her in like fired up moments, you know, it's like they showed her with Anne in the kitchen. Can we, can Sandoval have a party here? They're showing her when Sheena's like, hey, Lisa just dropped this really heavy load on me. You know what I mean? So it's like we are, and especially I think it was either last week or the week before when they're at, I think, Sir, and she is talking to Schwartz and she's like, I gave up on you a long time. Like we're just seeing those types of conversations. Yeah. Why aren't we seeing? I mean, maybe she didn't want to give that or maybe they're just not. Excuse me. Or maybe it's coming up. Maybe it's coming up. Where we see her. I don't want to say have like a breakdown, but like see her become super vulnerable. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I have a behind the scenes of that. Oh, my God. We gasp like that. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. Do you think that? I'm sorry. I forget about that. I'm always like, what? What's going to (laughs) happen? I do it all the time. I do it all the time. She cries at um, – they go to a bar and I think it's after the beach day, but I'm not positive. And I had some like behind-the-scenes tea from people who were actually there and they said that she goes – and we do see it in a preview a little bit too, but they were, they said they were in the bathroom and she was crying and she was talking to Lala and we don't know what she was crying about, but – so we are going to see her be vulnerable. It's good that you said that. Okay, I forgot so about that. It's going to be coming up then. So maybe that's why. Maybe it's just. <gasps> oh, sorry. I did it again. I <laughs> wasn't here. <laughs> oops. Twice in under a minute. Also, when you said oops, I was like, oops. I did it. <gasps> oh, I did it oh again. <laughs> You're three for three. Wait, I have to give a shout out to one of our friends. Um, Ariana was wearing glorified gossip girl who I love Peyton on Instagram. She's on TikTok also. Go build her page on TikTok, please. But she's on Instagram and she is a workaholic and she also has a business called glorified vintage girl. Yes, I love glorified gossip girl. And Ariana orders from her also. And Ariana posted a picture on her stories of her in a Britney shirt that Peyton had done for her, a distressed Britney shirt. And it looks like she's in her Roxy makeup. It's just so cool. I was just so excited to see it. And they've posted her before, but I just love when people do that. Like, I love what Ariana is so, so good at supporting people and highlighting different accounts and small creators and shops and oh my god just another reason why I love her like she is so down to earth with all that shit and she wrote thank you to her like it's just such a cute little post I was so excited for Peyton yeah like Um, she doesn't let the fame get to her head in that way you know what I mean like she's like oh my god love this thank you so much very humble 
she doesn't let it get to her head. And yeah, check out check out. P- this is not any. This again is just us supporting our friends. But she's glorified vintage girl, and her website is, I think it's distressed out dot my shopify.com but you could just get the link to her website on her profile but it's really cool i love it all right anyway back on topic we were talking about ariana being vulnerable and yeah that is going to be coming up maybe that'll help people who are being harsh on ariana i mean do you get a lot of people that are being super harsh on ariana though no my page is like 95 percent team ariana Okay, no, no, same here. I mean, I do get little stragglers here and there that are like, get over it. Oh, my God, can't stand her. But I would say it's like 90-10. Mm-hmm. 90 being the people that are supporting her, totally understand where she's coming from. So I really hope that, you know, we are able to see a little part of the vulnerability. Um, I think that will help to tie in everything else that's going on this season. That was it. Okay, so back to Schwartz and Lala. Um, I... <laughs> I think I'm one of the only people who felt some kind of weird sexual tension between them. And I don't know what it was. It was like a 5% or even less feeling of sexual tension there. And I know it was like just the comments about the lips and it wasn't real, but something about them, it felt, I don't know why I felt that. You didn't feel that, right? Or did you? No, I did not. I did not get, I got platonic energy i did not get any sexual tension he said platonic but i don't know what it was i don't know did he set the scene for me then by saying it was platonic so then i was led to believe it was platonic and you picked something i don't know maybe guys if you're listening and anybody thought the same thing as me please message us at down to reality pod on instagram TikTok is fine, but Instagram messaging is so much better. TikTok videos are better. Instagram messaging is better. But I need to know, did anybody else feel this? Because it was just me from the people I talked to, which was a decent amount of people. I don't know why I felt that. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, but let's see. Let's see if anybody else is like, oh, yes, a thousand percent. Only because I'm like, I didn't. But I also feel like I was led into that conversation because he did say it was platonic. And then I got like a very warm, fuzzy platonic feeling, you know? Yeah, I'm telling you, when I'm saying it, I mean, like, literally, like, the smallest percent, like, a three, I'm going to say a three percent feeling of sexual tension. A little, a little ST, a little ST, a yeah. dash of it. But anyway, nothing to do with the important parts of that combo. Um, James was playing all over the place, drinking weed drink, and you had to explain what weed drink is to me. Yeah, yes, you are so so sweet. But yes, he was drinking a THC beverage. Yes, he was, and, um, and he was jumping off of the roof of his house like a five year old. Oh my god! Like how old am I? I was so afraid that they were gonna get hurt. Oh, I was like, I would so do that. That looked like so much fun. Oh, you were okay. I was like, please don't. Only fall because on of the where the like roof was in relation to the pool, I was like, oh yeah, that that's like safe enough. Okay. I'm a really bad jumper. Like, there's something wrong with me that I can't jump. Like, you have you ever had a dream and you're running in the dream and you try to run and you can't run? Like, you're running and you're like, like Phoebe Buffet, but slow. Like, you can't run. Have you ever had that type of dream? Yeah, just like how you can never dial like 911. It's like everything that should be working just never works, right? Yeah. Oh, I've never had the 911 one. Oh, yeah. Like, grab 
far and few between, but I'll go to grab my phone and like, I just can't dial 911. Like I see the number, like I can't do it, you know? Oh, weird. Yeah. So when I was watching them, I'm like, are you going to jump far enough? Because me, I always think it's going to be like in the dream, like where I can't jump. Like when I watch a bachelor and they jump off the cliffs, I'm like, I would jump off two inches and then I would, it would be a big problem. So I was so afraid when they were doing that. That's funny that you're like, oh, I'd love to do it. I used to dream of that. Like when I was a kid and we had a pool in my backyard, I used to be like, can I please go on the deck and jump into the pool? You know what it is? I think because when I was younger, when I used to go to people's houses that had that option, I was never allowed to do that because my mother would be like, absolutely not. And I would be like, okay, I'll jump off the diving board. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's like a little kid, you know. Um, And then he with the butter, with the corn, the butter. What was he doing? He's like buttering the corn. Um, All right. So anyway, the, the conversation with Schwartz and Lala, that was good. And then speaking of James with Graham... Mm-hmm. That scene, there's a lot of talk about this scene. This is a very sweet scene, but also very confusing scene for people. Now, you said you hadn't seen the behind the scenes scenes. You hadn't seen those on my TikTok or other people's TikToks in the summer. You mean the behind the scenes of when they're like in Lake Tahoe with the dog, with Graham? With the- yeah, when they get Graham. Yes. No, I have seen those. You have seen those. Okay. So you assumed, did you also assume that that's when he was seeing Graham for the first time? Yes. But then when I saw the episode, no. Does that make sense? Like I kind of forgot that I had seen that at a different time when then it was filmed. Okay. So I posted on our pod page, our TikTok and Instagram, a video of Sheena from last summer also doing an Amazon Live where she was talking about how they saw Graham for the first time and it was like this big thing they were shocked that it was Graham and so people are thinking that this was a fake scene and Rachel on her podcast was saying that she was so upset because like if she had come back to filming and this is true by the way because this was something that I had found out a long time ago that she was going to come back for the first week probably at Lake Tahoe but if she had come back and it was going to be Lake Tahoe she thought Lisa Vanderpump was setting her up for failure or for embarrassment by bringing Graham to James in front of everybody and her for the first time in Lake Tahoe. And so she made this big stink about it on her podcast. I know, but like that scene to me was not at all fake. Okay. Because a lot of people think it's a pickup scene because what were you saying? Tell me why you don't think it's fake to the emotion. No, because I could see that though. I could see it being a pickup scene, but I'm sorry. Like I don't think James was performing there. He genuinely looked shocked when he was like, what is this? I thought you were going to talk to me about Sandoval. Like, that seemed real. That seemed raw and real. Yeah. I felt like he had some kind of weird heads up about something. But yeah, it did seem really real. But I felt like it was the direction of like a heads up. You're going to have a talk with Lisa. And then like, don't forget the girls had been telling him their conversations with Lisa. So I could just see him getting steered into that direction and then actually being like the rug ripped up like out from underneath him that's the impression they gave me I was just like and then obviously when you and I spoke I was like oh but that timeline you're right unless he was just able to access the emotions like that he had experienced kind of like on the traitors when they try to pretend they're faithful in their head like to access those (laughs) feelings I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is he capable of that? Maybe. I'm not sure if he's capable of that. I don't, it felt really real to me too. So 
the situation is either probably one or the other. It's either one is a pickup scene. And Lisa heard Rachel say this on her podcast, of course, it was all over the place and did not want that to be the time that they met Graham on the show because then Rachel would be right and it would make Lisa look worse. Or Did you hear what Lisa said in response to like Rachel saying that? No. What did she Can say? I please play it for you, Ops? You, I'm... I'm, I kind of want to play it for you, Dave. When was friend. this? Like five days ago. Oh, week. five days ago? Yeah. No, I didn't hear it. Can I, I play was... it for you, please? Of course you could play You're going to die. I really think you're going to die because I actually, my mouth dropped. Hold on, you ready? You ready? Yes. Rachel goes, Rachel is done. Med, like she med, like like a goat. Lisa Vanderpump meh. Yeah. Like a goat. We just listened. To, we don't know if we're allowed to play this on the pod. We're going to find out about that for the future. But M just played what Lisa did. And we'll put it. Actually, we'll put it on our page so that they can see that. Maybe you could do that tonight. I um, actually. That's so funny. I already have it ready. Oh, perfect. So she met like a goat. She calls Rachel. Rachel. Raquel. Rara. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and she said. Rachel. Oh, well, what do I have to say to that? I have to say I thought she was Ariana's friend or something. And she explained that. And the face that-, that she made, too. Like, if you could see, if you can watch the video, because fa- she is on 100. I've never seen LVP. I haven't seen her like this in a long time. I'm going to tell you why. It's just like I said with Kristen last week. It's because Rachel was like a Kristen to her. Rachel is going against LVP and is not submissive to LVP right now. Is talking bad about LVP. So LVP goes hard when that happens. She likes, and people always say she favors the boys more than the girls. The boys idolize her a little more than the girls. And she likes that. I think she likes to have people who look up to her. I'm not saying that's a necessarily terrible thing. I just think it could be somewhat harmful. Um... But I think she just is. I think she's done with Rachel, just like how she's done with Kristen. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, am I scared of LVP in this moment right now? I don't know. <laughs> but she, I, I, I'm trying to think of like Puppygate, and I remember her being pretty frustrated then. But yeah. the way that she like responded, I, yeah, she was on hundred in my opinion. I was like, yeah. okay, you came so- in hot. She said, we're going to see how it transpires. So either, it, whatever it is, it's either she wanted to make it look like that's not how it happened and so she did a pickup scene, or B, which is what I actually do think happened because of a slight inside tea I have from a very kind follower who sent me pictures and messages about this who was actually there when it happened. And that's that the only reason why the dog came with Lisa is because the rest of them were flying commercial, including James and Allie. And so Lisa brought the dog. And I think that maybe Lisa had gotten training for the dog. That's why we see such a difference in the dog. Like Sheena describes in the Amazon live video that says like a totally different dog. I think Lisa got training for the dog. Maybe had James go home with the dog, brought him to Allie. Then they saw, they show in the preview, like he's still acting rough and stuff. And the cats are there. And of course that's hard with cats and dogs in many cases. And got the dog training. Maybe she took him for the training and then delivered the doggy to James in Tahoe and surprise everybody else except James and Allie because James and Allie already knew. Got it. Okay. That could yeah. be what happened. So I can't yeah. but I don't know. Those James emo- James's emotions seemed real in that moment for me. At they least they did seem real. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. Also, though, I don't know if you saw this. 
Rachel posted the other day on Instagram. She was like, if anyone knows anything about the timeline, <laughs> did you see that? I did. I actually did. I and I, yeah, that you know, I posted the the Sheena video. I was like, well, if she looks at my page, you'll see the Sheena video. Um, oh, but, I, didn't even, I didn't even put two and two together. You're so right. Okay, true. But the Sheena video, I mean, doesn't prove anything. But what I wanted her to see if she saw the Sheena video is that she doesn't say in the video that James was surprised. She says, we were all like, what? You know, like, but she doesn't say James was shocked or James and Allie were so, emo you know, she says that they were emotional, but she, she doesn't make it clear that James was surprised. So at all. So I think that that's probably what happened. But a lot of people like, forget it. It's fake. It's all fake. The whole show is fake. <laughs> no, that's so true. I feel like it's so polarizing. Truly. Yeah. Now, let's talk about, oh, you know what? I don't feel like getting into the Britney and Jacks rumors. Basically, I don't know. I don't care. Do you care? Not really, because I think it was just done in, I mean, I don't know. I care a little bit. I do care a little bit, but not enough where it's like, I don't think there's any girth or truth. Don't say girth. I don't girth? think. Yeah. No, no, no. You just said girth? Wait, do you use this often? <laughs> I don't know why sometimes like I said ludicrous before I haven't said that word in a while I love that word but I haven't said it in a while yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. podcast just brings out like a whole new lexicon yeah I said girl lexicon <laughs> <laughs> do you use that word often that I do I swear that is wow. that is my typical now I'm gonna use another one jargon that I use okay I use jargon okay yeah I was gonna say jargon's typical yeah um but, you know, I just feel well, like... Well, jargon's only typical if you studied for the SATs, I feel like. Okay, also, just this is so random, but did you know not every state does the regents testing? I don't know if your state does regents. Um, no, it doesn't, but I will tell you that my father told me for my entire life that he had the highest score on the regents in math when he was in high school. So I know the regents because my father will not stop talking about it. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. That's a, that is a very big deal. But yeah, girth was a vocabulary word back in the day. I remember learning, studying. For oh, that. for the regents? Yeah, but the regents were like, anyway. But um, yeah, I just feel like I care a little bit because I'm like, okay, clearly some that came out of I don't think that came out of left field, especially because of their response on the podcast. I felt like they lightly yeah. touched on it, but they mm -hmm. didn't deny it. So it came from somewhere, you know? It came from somewhere. Where the reason why I'm saying I don't care, I do. I'm interested. I keep sharing little things. But it kind of reminds me of the Mauricio and Kyle shit where I'm like, we're not going to know the fucking truth. So we don't even need to know the truth. It's your business. What you're going to put on the show, you put on the show. I... I don't know. I have like a hard time with the whole family things when it's like children and separation. And you make people who are already having a harder time maybe in their relationship have it even harder. And yeah. I just, you know, so I was like trying to post things to show like, look, they're fine because he commented that, that they were fine, you know, and he, but then they said that on the podcast and I'm like, well, you kind of don't sound fine, but I just don't know how much I want to post about it even though i know people are interested in it because actually i don't even know how people how how interested people are in it because a lot of people are just like i hate jacks <laughs> see again another polarizing topic but i yeah. mean no there are i feel like there are people that definitely do care about it um at least <sighs> the ones commenting on one of the videos that i left definitely very involved um mm -hmm. 
how do you feel about Jackson Bird? So I really like I. God, people are gonna hate me after this. I feel like because I, I, I loved the growth that I have seen from Jax, and I was really excited for that. And I feel like Jax has had a lot of growth, and with Brittany, I think that they work well together as a couple. I think their son is adorable. I think their family looks cute. And I like their podcast, believe it or not. It's kind of funny because she has a correct him a lot, but that's why I kind of like listening to it because it's very husband and wife. And they sound happy on the podcast, although I guess you could sound however you want for an hour. But um, they sound- See, I also think I have a little bit of a different viewpoint of it too, only because, well, one, I'm not married, but two, like- I also see it as like a business relationship. Like at some points, I feel like you might, if you are doing work with a spouse or partner, you kind of have to, you got to still do the business of it. Uh-huh. Like how what you're saying, like, well, I guess you could for like an hour kind of do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if they have some kind of obligation to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. That's true. So we saw Jax had posted the after show filming they're filming the after show and he's filming with tom and tom did you see that no i didn't get a chance to see that so you could fill me in so guess what Jax, tom and tom are filming after show episodes together and so vanderpump yes oh last night you weren't there either okay and last night Kristen was filming with sheena for the after show and lala was filming with britney so I think they were doing the Valley last night, but I'm not positive. Today, they it said Vanderpump. Like, he showed what it said, and it said Vanderpump. So it's so funny because people are like, Jax is not really going to be on Vanderpump. He's just saying that. No, he's actually on Vanderpump. We did have footage from him, like, behind-the-scenes footage of him. And I have to post that video. Remind me to post that video for them to see. But also, he is on more than we thought he was. They're going to do more of the crossover scenes than we originally thought. Oh, that makes me very that okay. I was already excited yeah. for the valley, honestly. That makes me that much more excited. I love a good crossover. Which, by the way, by the way, there's been a lot of talk about different people on the show moving over to the valley. And Kristen also talked about that today on her podcast. Hmm. I Lala Sheena are definitely gonna be moving over, I think, at you some think point. So? I think so. But I think that the way Kristen said it on the podcast almost made it sound like she was talking about Katie which was super interesting to me. And Katie did say she wanted it recently. She was on, I listened to her on um, the Nikki and Brie podcast. And she said, I think that she wanted to buy a house somewhere outside the LA area. I don't know. I guess that's not the, is that the Valley outside the LA area or no? Yeah. So that does make um, sense then actually. She she wasn't sure where exactly, but I just feel like she's, mo- <gasps> that's totally what she meant. Fourth gas. <laughs> What? I said fourth gasp. How much does it hurt when I do that a lot? Like, do you think listeners will be like, oh, shit? No, it doesn't hurt. I'm like, what is she about to say? Oh, okay. It totally, it totally, that's totally what she meant. Shit, Katie's going to move to the Valley too, you think? I could see that, especially because of her location, where she's at in her life. I feel like, I genuinely feel like some of the cast members have outgrown Vanderpump. Yeah, you're right. I hate to say that. I don't want to say that. I don't want it to be over, but I feel like they have outgrown it. Yeah. No one like, what is it? You know, like a hermit crabs, how they always have to find like a new shell because they outgrow theirs. Like, is that a hermit crab thing? I think, right? Because they grow. 
I have like a really traumatic story with a hermit crab. <laughs> Me too. Do Me. you also? When I was younger, yeah, I had two. Snickers Wait, if your story is going to be the same as my story, I'm going to freak out. Was one of them missing? No. Oh. I came home from somewhere after just getting the hermit crab, and I was a little girl. And my mom had my sister. My sister was a lunatic when she was little, and it was, like, so hard to get her in and out of the car. She's no longer like that. Now as an adult, she's very good at getting in and out of the car. <laughs> Can she get in and out on her own now? <laughs> she gets in and out of her own now. Hold on. Hold on. But... <laughs> My point is, just for I had context, to... like how old is your sister? Just for context. <laughs> My sister's. <laughs> My sister's in her mid thirties. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm really tired. So. Anyway, I had to get myself out of the car a lot, even though I probably wouldn't in the cage anyway. But, like, because my sister was so difficult, I had to, like, you know, get myself out of the car. Mm-hmm. And I had to be responsible to help bring things in. Like, my mother's gigantic coupon bag, which she brought everywhere, <laughs> which was, like, the worst thing ever. The coupons, to- man. That was a thing. I love my mom, but, like, her coupon bag was, it was, like, almost traumatic how annoying the, like, the coupon bag was. Do you remember like, the that- those, like, red things in the aisles and you used to be able to, like, push it and a coupon thing would print out? Oh, wasn't that a good one? I remember those. And I just remember always running up and down the aisles wanting to press it and it was so fun. It was so fun. I loved when they had the cookie dough ones. Yes. The Pillsbury was on sale. I was really I didn't. I never really saw any like great coupons where I was excited. But if it was like a food product that I liked, like a cookie or something or ice cream, I was excited. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you never knew till you did it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you did it, like if it was like you know, I don't know, aspirin that sucked. But... Right. Like a cleaning supply or like a tissue. Yeah. That's not. Fun. As a kid, at least. As an adult now, I'd be very thankful. <laughs> but yeah, times. Are yeah. Different. Right. <laughs> Do they, uh, so they don't have those anywhere anymore. Those I haven't seen one in a long time, yeah. Oh, my God. Memory museum popping up. All right, so the fucking hermit crab. So we had gone to the beach and just gotten this hermit crab, and I left it in the car because I forgot to take it out. It was like a long ride back from the beach. And oh, uh, I remembered two hours later, and I came back, and my little freckles was crispy. Freckles became dinner. Oh my god, it was so sad. No, I'm so sorry. I think mine ate the other one. Oh, they do that. Did you put them together? They were together. It was Snickers and Twix. Oh, well, Snickers and Twix are delicious. I can't really blame them. (laughs) But I was like, wait, where? And it's like its shell was there and it wasn't there. And I was like, I don't know. And the other one was bigger. And my parents were like, oh, like it probably crawled out and it probably went back home. And that's where I still think to this day it is back home oh somewhere. <laughs> so funny. You know, I think that that's like a thing. I think they tell you you could put them together, but then that happens and they don't warn you about that. Same with like hamsters and stuff too. 
Oh God, not putting that together. Let's not talk about hamsters. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I have too many sad stories. No, it's that's not. It, it lived animal. a long life. It lived a really long life. What? Yeah, that's an animal. Well, I had a Chinese dwarf hamster, but it's mm-hmm. like the size of your thumb. It's very tiny. Oh. It was so cute. Yeah, Theodore. <laughs> Theodore, that's a good name. Okay. okay so anyway. wait, what, 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 <laughs> what, what happened with hermit crabs? Why did we bring that up? Oh, because of the shells. And I said people are outgrowing. I think that the cast members are outgrowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we're linking it right back. There we go. That's where that's where it fits. (laughs) Do you remember the Vanderpump Rules Summer House crossover? Yes. That scene between Stassi and Kyle with a turtleneck bathing suit. (laughs) What are you (laughs) saying? That's the image that I remember Stassi. Is that funny? Really? When you think like of her, Stassi, that's what you think? Yes, I think of turtleneck hot tub. Oh my god, that's so funny. I think because of I am the devil and don't you forget. Dramatic. Yeah. I also love on that trip, Sheena. <laughs> they were <being laughs> so annoyed at Sheena because she wasn't drinking and they were saying how annoying and boring she is or something and how she's just so particular about things. Well, I don't like this and I don't which by the way is probably part OCD. I gotta I wish I could talk to Sheena, but um it's probably part her OCD. I have to um, kind of delve into that a little bit myself. And when I do talk about OCD on the podcast, which has to be like a separate episode, I think I was going to talk to you about maybe doing one where we just talk about Sheena with the OCD and maybe maybe we do like a mental health type episode. Yes, I would love that. Yes. Because we talk too much when it comes to the other stuff, but <laughs> they were so mean to her because she was like not wanting to do anything. And she was- <laughs> they were mean. That, that was kind of like a little bit of the energy back then. It was a little meaner. Oh my God, Sheena on vacation with them though was funny. And then it just reminds me, just have to bring up how much I love Kristen on vacation. Like, okay, so we say crazy Kristen. They say crazy Kristen. I guess they say crazy Kristen and crazy Joe. No, so maybe that is like their thing. Maybe maybe that's just like, I don't know. You know how you use certain language sometimes with certain friends? Maybe they just, it's not really labeling them per se as crazy, but maybe, oh yeah, that's wild so-and-so. That's crazy so-and-so. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what? You shouldn't do it because it's true. Then everybody perpetuates crazy Kristen. Yes. And also they have large platforms and people take things literally. So yes, I agree. Yeah. But I do love Kristen on vacation. Oh, yeah. No, I when, do love crazy Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> when she was on, was it called Slovang? Slovang? What's the place? Oh, yes. Um, yes, yeah, Slovang. Slova- I, I can't say it. Don't ask. Um, when she fell, when she... <laughs> Oh, poor Kristen. Does she just get like really bad anxiety on vacation? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, it could be. Like a lot of people really do have travel anxiety, so I could see that. I think I relate to her more as I get older. I'm like, yep. And she's a little older than I am, so I think I I I understand her more. Anyway, so we talked about Jax and they are going to be filming the crossovers, and I did get confirmation that there are several crossovers. So that'll be cool. We're going to have more crossover episodes? Yes. Okay. Very cool. uh, I don't know how they're going to present it, but yes, I'm thinking episodes. I know there are several crossover scenes. Okay. I love that. That makes me happy. And not just the two that I posted. There are other ones I found out about. I'm down. I really do love a good crossover. I just feel like it livens the show up a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like it's always nice to add a little bit of spice in different ways. And that's one of them where I'm like, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to that now. 
I agree. And you know what? We didn't get to say this at the beginning, but boy, do we need something on Bannerpump because the mental health is so important. I do. I feel for Sandoval with the mental health. We didn't say that here really, but I know people don't believe him. I do believe him. I think that it's dangerous. Like we said, I think last time to mess with not believing someone when they say that they've had thoughts that dark, I'd much rather believe them and be wrong than not believe them and something worse happen. But yeah, I'd rather be told, I told you so from someone else that maybe thought it than actually deny what he could be going through. I will never diminish what somebody is saying that they're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, who are we to say like, no, you weren't really thinking or feeling that, you know? Right. And I think that even though, and we've said this, even though we're team Ariana, we can still have empathy for Sanibal and what he's going through from his own doing, all his own doing, but have empathy that, you know, you effed up big time, but now you've taken on a lot of hate. And I think at some point enough is enough of just the extreme hatred. You know, he is who he is. I mean, people have been poking fun for years, but um, some of it is just way too harsh on him. And in saying that, like we've said before, Ariana has every right to not have to deal with any of that. That's not her responsibility. She is no longer, you know, his mouthpiece. She does not have to teach him what to say anymore. She doesn't have to make him feel okay or be okay. He left her when he left a relationship. When he started stepping out, that, you know, cut those ties. So Ariana should never be made to feel bad about this. However the girl is feeling, she's feeling. If she's angry, she's angry. If she's using nasty language about him, let her use a fucking nasty language about him. She's pissed off. This is only a few months later. Like, let it happen. Think about how you would be in this situation. And like personally, all of Ariana's reactions have been very appropriate. Like, I don't understand when people are calling her dramatic. And I just want to add, because you did mention it, that's something I feel like we both connected on very deeply and something that did bring us together is the fact that we're able to compartmentalize. In the same breath, I can say, Tom, what you did was really, really shitty. I can also, in the other breath, be like, you're still a person and I do hold space of empathy for you. Mm hmm. That's really, really important. And I just feel like if you can be flexible, like with that, you have a better chance of getting to an understanding, you know, I agree. But yeah, I think Ariana's reactions are very appropriate. I don't get where she's being dramatic. No. And like, why are people calling her mean? How are you calling her mean? What do you expect her to do? But also like that scene at the at James's for the pool party. Yeah. That wasn't even mean. That was just her being like truthful. Like, what do you guys want me to do? Like, I was just like, I would have said the same thing in the same way. Yeah. Like, bitch, I'm not going to make a freaking post telling everybody to be nice to him when he fucking cheated on me for seven months behind my back. Like, and no. It was in butterflies. This is real life. And also, not for nothing, Tom even admitted that Ariana was showing grace towards him and wasn't right. even feeling at him as hard. So it's like she's done her part. All of her reactions are very, very appropriate. And yeah. Yeah. And she did check on him. And you know what I have to say? This is a big thing that people keep saying that they don't believe that he really felt that way. He did not come out and say this. Like Anne said, right? Or who said it? I don't remember who said it, where they said it. Did you? Was it on the show or was it on a podcast? That Anne reached out to someone because she was afraid of the way he was acting. She felt like something bad was going to happen. Right. Like it didn't just come from nowhere. I could think he's a douche and 
and still think that maybe he's not trying to manipulate here, at least. I do not personally think that, again, I don't know, but I cannot say if he is or is not using that in a manipulative way. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Right, 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 right. I like I don't feel comfortable saying that because then that makes me feel like I am denying his own mental health. Right. Oh my God, Tom. So the point about that was saying that the topics have been so heavy and a lot of us deal with mental health issues in our own life. And I think that's important for them to showcase them on the show. And I like that. It's just becoming so heavy that it's not even a break from your own reality for a lot of people and it's good to connect and all of that but I'm looking forward to the Vanderpump Valley crossovers because I think we need some light like Jack's coming on and being like a maniac (laughs) Jack just being Jack Jacksing it up yeah so the behind the scenes video I have and by the way I cannot remember who sent me this video and I hate when that happens oh spoiler alert by the way if you don't want to know this you could just skip ahead but you can see him in the distance far away and he's like yelling they're in a pretty dark bar slash restaurant and he's leaving filming i know the boys were in the back it was jacks sanival schwartz maybe max not sure and i think james was only there shortly and left and then jacks ends up leaving and that's what i see on the filming jacks is leaving And he looks pissed off. His arms are flailing everywhere. And there was like something that went on between him and Sandoval. That's, yeah, exactly. Like, I need crossovers stat. Mm -hmm. I need it. Especially also, I know that we're probably not going to talk about it, but especially after Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Not sure if you got a chance to see it. Yeah, that was super sad. That's what I mean. It's just been heavy, heavy, heavy. Can we please get light, light, light? Can we do a little like maybe every other week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. just like Carlin Lindsay. Oh, do we want to bring up Summer House real quick? We can. Yeah. Here we go. Did you watch it? Did I watch Summer House? Yeah. Did Summer House come out? Yeah, it's last night. No. I didn't even know that it was releasing. I'm bugging yeah. out right now. No. Yes. Nope. Nope. I did not get to see it. I didn't even know it came out. Yes, it was good. It oh, was good. Well, watch it when we hang up. Do you want do you want to say anything? It's fine. Like if you want to say anything. No, let's wait till the next episode then when you watch it because it was it was good. I'll watch it right after. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I'm just gonna say one, my position has always been I was not like Team Lindsay, Queen Lindsay, and I definitely was not like Team Carl. You know, my position is let me see what the fuck actually happens. Do you wanna do like if you could picture, if you could imagine a scene on Vanderpump that you wish would happen, what would it be? If I could imagine. This will be how we close. If I could imagine like a scene, like I could create a scene. If you could create a scene happening on Vanderpump, yeah, what would it be? I mean, I love animals and dogs. I would just have like one episode with like the Lisa Vanderpump Dog Foundation. Oh, are you into that? Just because I love animals and I think it, I don't know, I like a little therapy animal relief week would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, at this time. Um, That's really funny. I don't know. I think it would also be cool to maybe do like a group therapy session one episode. I think that would also kind of be cool. That would be cool. I would like a group therapy session. I like that idea. They don't a do talk that. therapy session, you know. They might. Actually, I think they're going to do something like that in Tahoe. 
Oh, really? Some type of like meditative. Sandoval said it on something, one of his podcasts. Um, not one of his, one of the podcasts. He said something. Um, well, he's just going podcast crazy. So I got what you meant. So if I could create any scene, it would be a sit down scene where Schwartz would sit Katie down and say, I just want to apologize for what I've done to you over the years and have not realized and how I've disrespected you and not counted your opinion and had Sandoval in my ear too much. And I just want you to know that I'm happy to see you thriving, which he says all the time. He always says this. And I want you to find love, but I'm sorry because you deserved better. Like, that's what I want. I want a fucking Katie and Schwartz scene so bad. I know. I feel like we were done it where I feel like maybe we all thought we were going to get that when they had that sit down dinner last season. And it did not go away. <laughs> it, went, it went south. Oh, that was so sad watching that again. Like Katie crying. Yep. It was she very was- nostalgic. So hopefully next week's episode, we have some more positive things to talk about. It should be more fun. They're going to freaking Lake Tahoe. So it should be dramatic and fun, but also there is going to definitely be heavy shit. I just hope that there's a little bit more of the like, what's the word for it? Like floof? Not floof, but fluff? (laughs) Yeah, fluff. A little more fluff. I think we need a little bit more fluff just because of how everything has gone. And also, speaking of Tahoe, I've never been. I've heard about it, though, so many times. Obviously, I've seen it. So I'm excited to like kind of go there virtually with them, you know? Have you ever seen City of Angels? You mean like Los Angeles? No, the movie City of Angels. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because Los Angeles is like the angels. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie City of Angels? No. Oh, then they go to Lake Tahoe. There's like a lake house in Tahoe and it's like super beautiful. You have to you have to see that movie. It's a great movie. I'm excited to live vicariously through them for sure. Yeah. Me too. Thank you guys for listening again to another episode of Down to Reality. We hope that you had fun taking a break from your own reality. Thank you guys so, so much. I always enjoy chatting about all things reality TV. Please remember to follow us on whatever streaming platform you are listening to. And we look forward to future chats. Thank you. Later. Later. Later.